0: Uh, what got you into acting?
1: What got me into acting? Well, honestly, I come from an arts family. Um, my father is the CEO of a symphony, and my mom used to dance with Martha Graham until she decided to go into a different career path. Um, so it's always been in my life, and I've always been extremely fascinated by just music and acting and dance and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, I only recently decided that it was that straight acting and theater acting and um, film acting is <clears throat> is my thing. Um <clears throat> excuse me. Um before that I really wanted to be like a musical theater person. I wanted to be like a singer actor dancer kind of thing. Um mm-hmm. because i would you know grown up in the symphony. I literally grew up in Carnegie Hall. That was my playground as a kid. Um
0: Yeah. Really? <laughs> that,
1: like my dad worked for the New York Pops for the longest time and I that's he brought me there all the time and that's where I basically lived. I've met so many incredible people when I can't even remember. So um yeah, That's it's so cool. it was a really, really cool childhood. And I i always wanted to sing. I always loved performing on stage. I had my first like, you know, play in kindergarten where I played a unicorn by choice, of course. Um and yeah, by my request. <laughs> um, and Basically, I just grew up not thinking there was anything else I would ever do. Um, my parents never forced me to do anything. I just grew up thinking this is what I'm going to do because there's nothing else I've ever wanted to do.
0: Um, yeah. And, and it's funny mm-hmm. and it's funny you say that because that's me too. Really? Like, even when I was a kid worship, worshiping Barney, I was like, hey, mom, I want to play with the other kids. I want to play with Barney on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, absolutely. like, I can't remember a time where I didn't want to entertain people you know what i mean yeah
1: yeah, yeah 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 totally understand that
0: yeah so what inspires you as an actor
1: let's see what inspires me as an actor i have to say just people in general the people like what inspires me to be an actor at the moment is um regular people people who like think oh my life is so boring so dull." there's just so much in that and that's what inspires me. I think is just that the little things, like you know, I um I love people watching. So like sometimes I'll sit outside in my on my college campus and I'll watch people go from class to class, and like they're probably living like you know what they think is the most dull life. I am just going to go you know to my room and eat my lunch and go out to my economics class, but like there is so much more in their head. There is so much more happening. So that's what inspires me.
0: Nice. It's funny cuz me and my uh acting class we used to uh do this thing called uh drive by acting we called it. And like say for instance we would like people watch, but we would actually come up to them and try to convince them that we were friends in high school.
1: Oh my god, that's so cool.
0: Yeah, we would be like, "Oh hey Brad, remember?" Oh my me? god, that's,
1: that's amazing. Yeah. I need to try that. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and you know, sometimes they would actually believe us. They yeah. would be like, "Oh, I haven't seen you in I don't know how long," you know.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. What a great exercise. Yeah.
0: So, so, I know you said you wanted to do this like all your life as yeah. well, but could you pinpoint like when you actually knew it was possible to do all your life? Where were you in that moment? Yeah,
1: I think that the moment I realized I I literally could do this was let's see. Honestly, I think the moment was fairly recently. It was um, I, yeah, I got um. So I took a gap year after high school um because I auditioned for like twenty musical theater schools, got into zero of them, absolutely none. And I went to the Eugene O'Neill Theater Center, and. I was the youngest person to go there at the time. No one younger had gone there and completed the program before me. Um, And I think the moment I got in, that's when I was like, oh, so I not only have the talent, but people want to see what I have. So I theoretically can do this. And that was what was like, that was the moment where it clicked. Like, okay, I can do this professionally, not just within high school. I can do this outside of here.
0: Nice, nice. What do you think about the audition process? For
1: musical theater schools?
0: For anything. Oh, for
1: anything. Well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just the audition process as a whole. The
1: audition process as a whole. Oh, what a thing. Um, Personally, I enjoy auditioning um, at the moment, at least, um, just because I get to practice what I do, because right now we can't really do it. But what I think about the audition process in general, I think that it's. I, f- I like that it's different for everybody. I like that it's slowly becoming a thing that's not so structured and not so like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's not so um, like, like the same thing, the entire, like with every audition, everything is different, which I like a lot about it. Um, I, I've started growing frustrated with, with it, of course, um, with, you know, film acting and stuff like that, like just because it is biased. Sometimes they have auditions and they already have someone chosen and they just do it, you know, for the hell of it or whatever. So that's my frustration with it. But Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why. I
0: feel. Um, I mean, but at that point I think I think that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like if you already have somebody chosen, why would you audition that role? Why don't you just stop wasting your and people's time? Exactly pick the person and get the ball rolling. Cause I'm like that too. Like I'm currently working on a, uh, writing a TV show and I have people that I know that would be perfect for the role. Mm. So I'm not going to audition anybody else for that role. Like that, that would be dumb. Yes.
1: Yes. No, totally. I, I see it most in musical theater and it's like a way a really stupid way to market their show. Like, if it's, like, a local thing, they're like, oh, come audition for our really big equity show, and people will go and audition, and, like, they'll talk about that audition, and then they'll go and see the show. So I've heard that being a method yeah. of marketing, but I think it, that's the dumbest thing.
0: Yeah, it, it is. It is. And, and I mean, um, it's funny because I actually talked my friend. She works for MTV. She's a casting director. There. Oh, cool. And I asked her. I was like all right give me the tea give me the goods <laughs> what's up like what wh- what do you like casting call people what what do you guys look mm-hmm. for and I'm pretty sure you hear this all the time in class right. she said we your audition is only one percent yeah of like the whole thing they're really looking at you they're looking at your uh ease you know your aura what do you bring to the exactly. room you know uh mm-hmm. Like my friend always told me, don't focus so much on winning the audition as much as winning the room. You know, like say for instance, she told me if you fuck up on your lines or if you fuck up on your song, they're not going to care because at the end of the day, they know that you're an actor. With practice, you'll get it. (laughs) But they are looking at like, are you a diva or not? What's your personality? Yeah. She said she'd rather somebody completely blow an interview, but was all smiles, great personality, really light up the room, than somebody that did an amazing job, but was boring, dull, and cold and brought nothing to the room. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, actually, yeah. in my acting class, I think it was this week, we were talking about um what is it, the it factor, because my, um, my acting teacher, he went to Lambda in London and, um, he was talking, a friend of his who is on faculty there and like does the auditions and stuff like that. Um, she was doing auditions one day, like for the program for the acting program. And a guy walked in, did his thing. And a guy behind the table said, okay, that was it. Sign him up. He has it. And she was like, what is it? How do you get that? What is that thing? And, um, it is the, It's charisma. That's what it is at the end of the day. And it's, I think that charisma is possible to conjure up, but it's something that you naturally have to have as well. Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, anybody can get charisma, Mm -hmm. but it's something about like being born with it. Like you either have it or you don't. Like you look at people like Michael Jackson, Beyonce, Prince, Mm -hmm uh Lady Gaga, Billie Eilish, they have that it factor mm-hmm. about them. You know what I yes. mean? And it's something that you can't like you can learn, mm-hmm. but it's not gonna be the same as something you you know were born with. I think you have
1: it. Oh, thank you. That is so kind of you. Yeah, I I, I struggle with that a lot actually <laughs> with with knowing that yeah. I was told in high school, um, you learned your talent, you weren't born with it. And that that has always yeah. stuck with me. I cannot not have more hatred for like high school theater and choir directors.
0: Yeah. Well I mean you're definitely it, it was college for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm I mean I mean you're definitely born with your talent. Like you're de I feel like everybody's born to do something. Yeah. Um I'm I'm definitely born to entertain. Honestly, mm-hmm. I can't do anything else. You know, if it wasn't for theater uh or entertainment i'd probably be under a bridge somewhere you
1: know here. I mean? <laughs> both.
0: yeah like i'll like be like what what am i gonna do like work at starbucks or something exactly, like, exactly. like you know like ashley your coffee's ready but yeah um yeah I'd, I'd like to say you'd have it even though you don't necessarily need mm-hmm. it because you can. there's a lot of people that don't have it but they're still like really really yeah. good You know, like, um, say, for instance, uh, I'm a huge fan of Sabrina Carpenter, but I don't think she has it, but I think Liza Cochie has it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just something about it, man. So what does your school like? What's something that you've learned? from your uh, school that you would take with you like forever?
1: Um, I think what I've learned, the biggest thing I've, I've taken away from my school is just the ability to not only take big risks, but to go forward with them even if you think that it's gonna fail. Another like, you know, a technique thing I learned, I guess, I've learned how to find my objective instantly and I've learned how to, um, let's see, like conjure up a pl- like a place of vulnerability so easily (laughs) if i can't if i can't already harness it just because of the way our training works um Mm -hmm. yeah so i've I've taken away a lot of a lot of very like how to do things quickly and how to find things quickly and not make it such a big thing um but yeah there's definitely the the taking huge risks and also um another massive thing i guess i've taken i keep listing things off i apologize um is that you you can't Your acting teachers aren't God. They're not perfect. And not everything they say is the absolute 100% truth because there are so many different types of acting methods and there are so many different teachers you're going to meet. And I think I've learned at my school is to take everything everyone has ever said to me with a grain of salt and pick and choose and that's what makes me a unique actor.
0: Yeah, because at the end of the day, like like you said, there are many uh, acting teachers. You just have to find out what they like, or if you're auditioning for somebody, find out what they like, what they're looking mm-hmm. for and try to, you know, and try to match it. Um, my, uh, I teach theater, you know, on the side right. cause ain't nobody going to school for that. <laughs> no. but, you know, it's a lot of work, but yeah, I teach theater. And um, one thing uh, my, one of my students told me was she tries to find, herself in whatever character she's right. playing or like she tries to find something that um you know the character has in common with her whether it's like a snack or something and sometimes she'll give the character something that she has in common with her and it Janet it definitely helps the audition process but like I've had teachers that are like really really like stick to the script Mm -hmm. and i've also had the theater teachers that are just like okay throw the script away i want to see what you do Mm -hmm. like what's your translation yes you know so you're very right on that one it depends you know uh do you guys play any uh theater games we
1: do play theater games actually um that was another thing I've learned from my school, too, is that, like, theater games have a purpose. They're not just time fillers like they were in high school. Um, last year, in my yeah. freshman acting class, we played Zip, Zap, Zap a lot. And the reason he told us the reason that we play that is to develop a sense of competition and a sense of urgency. Um, so that's that's why we do that. And that is what helped me so much. And now that game helps me in my acting training. Um, so I'm always down for yeah. a good game of Zip, Zap, Zap or... Or, like, you know, whatever other, other like, competitive theater games there are. All
0: right. All all right. You ready to play? Yeah. But um, some of my favorite theater games, have you ever done the, uh, like, my theater teacher was big on, like, the game of life. He felt like life was a game. And the people that, like, everybody's playing a game, you know, just like us right now, you know, like. I have a podcast, Mm -hmm. you want to be on it, so let's play, you know, and um, he also was a big uh, person on words or weapons Mm -hmm. and words or actions, and so what he did was, have you ever read uh, Crimes of the Heart? Yes,
1: I I was actually, that was my um, scene work last year for acting class
0: man when i i am that character the the uh i forget her name the youngest one the one that moved back home oh
1: um is that meg Yeah. yeah meg
0: i was like meg is so me man like i resonate with this character and i know that's not a good thing No,
1: but you know, <laughs> it's totally understandable i'm um i played babe in my scene and i at first when i first read it, i was like oh my gosh i could not be more different from her but then when i read it further i found so much truth in that and so much like yeah. So much more of, of the deeper side of me that I hadn't realized yet. And that just made the role so much better for me.
0: Yeah. And so like, say for instance, um, we uh, had to write down a bunch of adjectives and we uh, had to put them in a the fishbowl mm-hmm. and whatever adjective we picked, um, we had to act it out. Like say, for instance, if we're doing the glass menagerie and somebody pulled out the word stabbing, we would have to go, okay, mother, I'm going to the movies. Or if if we had to act out a scene um, fluttery, you know, we would go, oh, remember that night in Biloxi? It was such a magical evening, you know, like whatever word we had, we had to act. Yes, we have. That's one of my, that's one of my favorite. Yeah, Mm, Um, that
1: That's actually what our process is at my school. We learn our freshman year is how we call it comping. Um, but we have actions, um, like we, we have like, you know, a line and we have, um, an immediate objective, like what my, you know, what I need right in the second we have, we put an action to that, um, or like an archetypal gesture. So like, for example, we have pulling. So, um, for instance, I'm working on, um, right now I'm working on a Shakespeare monologue. I'm working on, um, uh, act two, scene two from, um, a winter's tale, Hermione, um, Mm -hmm. and the first line is, sir, spare your threats. And in that line, I'm pushing, pushing away. And you can add a quality to that. So you can push lightly. You can push like you're moving through water. It's, that has been what has cued me into exactly what you're talking about so well, easily.
0: Yeah. And, and don't you just love Chekhov? Oh, I love <laughs> Chekhov.
1: He's a big, big, big Chekhov girl.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and like, uh, and but that's the fun thing about the English language and what makes it so hard. You can literally act words, yeah. you know, and so uh, another game we uh, played was the ABC game. It was actually on Victorious where I say a word that begins with A, mm-hmm. like um, I might say A, hey, and you might be like, boy, what's up, you know, and I, I'll be like, can't think of anything really right now you know like each person has a letter and i would like i'm the king of that game like nobody can come for my crown
1: yeah no that's that's a really good game to play it's like it has you thinking on your feet yeah i I love them theater games have a purpose and like and you don't see it until the end and you're like oh oh that was why we're doing this Mm -hmm.
0: What, what was some of your favorites
1: oh gosh um Let's see. I was a big fan of Mafia back in high school. Um, I'd always suggest that one just because I like creating a character and a situation very, very quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. And I I like the complexities of that. So I was a big fan of Mafia when I was in high school. Um, We don't play it anymore, really, um, in in college, unfortunately. But I do love Zip Zip, Zap Zap. Let's see. not sure if I can think of any others. I haven't played any theater games in forever. Oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm like throwback right now. Did you guys play um, did you guys play uh, uh, I think it was Freeze or something. It was a game like say for instance, two people would be doing something and you you like it would be a scene and like somebody would be like freeze Mm -hmm. and whatever position they would uh freeze in they would have to create a whole new scene
1: yes yes we did play back in high school that was one of our like improv games that we play um for our yes
0: yes yeah and did you ever play uh Two uh, like uh, two old guys or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know the name of it because you know a lot of theater teachers they like to um, you know, create their own names. But basically, it was a game. Uh, there was two versions we played. There was the two old Jews version, and then <laughs> there was the two old friends version. Um, like you know how like most Jewish people like to complain a lot. Yeah,
1: <laughs> as one. I can I can you vouch know. for that.
0: Yeah, like I dated a Jewish girl, and like I'm still friends with her grandfather. Uh, And let me tell you, like, he will not let you win. Well, my back aches. Well, you know, I had, I'm I'm losing my hair, you know. mm -hmm. know? But basically, that's the game. Like, you compete to see who's doing worse. And, uh, or you can switch it around and compete to see who's doing better. And the object of the game is progression. Right. You know, because some people in acting and improv, they go zero to 60, yes. you know, but it, it's a game teaching you how to steady uh, progress the story at a steady pace Interesting. pretty much.
1: I've not heard of that, no, but I'll, I'll definitely write it down and look at it for the future.
0: Yeah. And then there was a um, another game where there's a kid on, the, somebody's playing a kid on the floor and they're just asking.
1: Hmm. Okay. It's like, like a Y game, I guess
0: yeah like say Ooh, like say for instance um they'll be like um why is the sky blue well because chemicals in the air why because i don't know because magic varies. why you know yes definitely definitely
1: yeah I, I i totally agree with that entirely it's still like it's still the why the what's it called the gears are still shifting in my mind <laughs> yeah that that's really cool
0: yeah have you ever read uh, Brian Cranston's uh, book? Hmm,
1: I think I think I read passages of it for classes, but not the entire thing, though. No. Yeah, uh,
0: my favorite part is when he talks about the audition process. He he said he likes to think of the audition process as like a birthday party, and the audition as his hmm. gift. You know, he says a lot of people go to auditions like expecting something. But, Mm -hmm. you know, he said, if I give you a gift, I'm not going to be asking you, Okay, did you drink the bottle of champagne I got you? Did you did you drink it yet? Are you going to share it? Because it's your gift. You know, he's not going to care what you do, you know, and it's the same with audition. Like if you can use the gift, great. If they Mm -hmm. can use you in the show, great. If not, you know, move on to the next because your audition is like Performing, And you should always do that your best anyways, because you never know when it'll be your last, especially in times like these. But I think the mm-hmm. thing that made me comfortable with auditions is knowing that there's multiple things like they're not just casting you, they're casting an ensemble. So if I don't get it, it doesn't mean I suck.
1: Yes, exactly. If I don't get it, that does not mean that I'm terrible. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, that helps. There might be someone better out there, who knows.
0: Yeah, cuz like I've seen people that didn't get the audition because they were actually too good. You know, I you mm-hmm. know, it could be like cuz my friend, he's a director, he was telling me that a lady came up to him and she was like, "Hey, why didn't I uh get the role?" And I was like, "Oh my god, that is so awkward." <laughs>
1: Right. 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 Yeah. I had, I had that experience in high school as well. I auditioned for the, um, my senior musical. Um, and it was, it was for a role that didn't fit me well, but I thought fit me the best out of, you know, what people they had at my high school. And, um, I auditioned and I had, I just broken up with my, my boyfriend at, at like the day that it happened. And I had a rough, you know, life situation going on and I auditioned and like, it was extremely emotional for me. And I thought I did, I did very well. Um, and my teacher told me, I didn't get, even get a call back. Um, my teacher told me that, you know, oh, you're too good for the ensemble, but this role is just not for you, which didn't make sense to me at the time, doesn't make sense now, um, but I totally understand where he's coming from with that. Um, yeah. and i gave gave it to someone who I personally didn't think was right for it either, but that's it's neither here nor there. It's it's three years ago. <laughs> it's yeah. in the past. Cause I, mean, like, I totally understand.
0: Because I mean, like, say, for instance... Uh, they're not like I said, they're not just casting you, they're just casting an ensemble. Maybe you know, you were too tall, too short, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, too ethnic, not ethnic enough. You know, there's a billion Mm -hmm. reasons why you cannot get an audition. Most of the time, it's not because you suck, though. You know,
1: that's true. Yes,
0: yeah, and that's important. So, what kind of music do you listen to? Who are your top three artists of all time?
1: Ooh, that is very hard. Um, I so I I was an opera kid. I grew up, you know, kind of wanting to be a little bit of an opera singer. Um, so I I love me some opera music. Um, mm-hmm. that's definitely one of my favorites. I love classical music. I'm a classical music kid as well. You know, I grew up in classical music. Um, but I love B. Miller right now. I'm a huge, huge B. Miller girl. I love listening to her. Um, let's see. What do I listen to? (laughs) Right now I'm listening to a lot of throwback stuff because I'm trying to keep my mood up and keep me like, you know, in a place of joy (laughs) because joy is really difficult right now, especially with these times. Um, Mm -hmm. gosh, I don't know. I do love B Miller, though. She's a big fan of hers.
0: B B. Miller. Yeah. Have you heard her new single that's out?
1: Um, yes. I think I listened to it like once because I was just ridiculously busy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was dancing to it the other day. It's a. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, who, who are your top three, or was that two?
1: Um, I say any classical music and B. Miller, and then let's see. you Can even think of the third one. <laughs> um, gosh, I do not know. I can check real quick to see what I can listen to the most. But I really. Well, just well, 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 to really while anything. you're
0: che- while you're checking on that, do you know a guy named Andre Bocelli? I think I'm saying his name right. Yes. He yes. He actually. Have you heard his song he did with Ariana Grande?
1: um no i have not
0: oh my god it's like a disney song like it's like really? a match made in heaven you know because i've been a huge fan and i'm a huge fan of ariana grande and when i found mm. out that those worlds were colliding i just lost my shit
1: oh my god i can imagine Ugh.
0: yeah yeah i was like what andre patelli and ariana like mm-hmm. it's a dream come true <laughs> You know? yes yeah I really um He also did one with Do It Lupa. You should definitely uh, check, look up those songs. Definitely will. Yeah, you have homework now.
1: (laughs) I do have homework now. A lot of homework now.
0: So, um, so who's your top three actors of all time? Actresses included.
1: Ooh, that's a lot easier. (laughs) Let's see. Um, I think my my favorite actress of all time is Michelle Williams. I just I think that she's one of the most talented female actors out there at the moment. Um I also love Viola Davis. I cannot uh, not, yeah. I cannot say enough how much I adore her work. Um and then hmm. It gets trickier because I have a lot that I, I truly admire. Let's see. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll
1: um, one more. Oh, it's hard. I know I'm gonna say all women here because I'm a female actress. That's who I like look up to for for work, I don't know. Yeah, ain't so, none, um, ain't
0: nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with a little girl power.
1: So. I know, I know. <laughs> Honestly, I would say, like, I do love Adam Driver's work as well. I think that he, he's been in, like, some of my favorite films. Um, And I think that he's an actor who just gives gives it all, Um, who just takes big risks and just goes for it. So I, I yeah. admire that about him, too. Yeah.
0: What are your top three movies of all time?
1: Top three movies. Well, my favorite movie is um, Patterson. It's this movie about a bus driver in New Jersey, um, and I think it's absolutely incredible. Um, it's, it's, that's That movie is one of the reasons why I'm in film acting. It's because um, that movie is just so deeply human, but there's so much there. Um, let's see. Another one is definitely Manchester by the Sea. My mom and I um, wa- watched that movie. It's, it's, oh, it's such a heartbreaking movie, and the acting is phenomenal. Um, but let's see. I don't know. I'm also a big Harry Potter girl. I'll I'll watch any fantasy sci fi any uh, any fun oh, stuff.
0: Oh shoot. Oh shoot. What what, what house yeah? are you?
1: Oh I'm a Hufflepuff all the way through. I'm also a huge Star Wars girl.
0: Uh I'm a Ravenclaw with the heart of a uh, Gryffindor.
1: Ah, oh gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm I would be put in the artsy people of the Hogwarts.
1: Right, same here. <laughs> I'd definitely be in that group of singing singing people with the frogs, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, like the Hufflepuff and the Ravenclaw, we're more on the artsy side, you
1: know, yes, exactly.
0: And it's funny because my uh, my uh, friends are Hufflepuff and he really? talks, yeah, and he talks mad trash. He was like, When was the last time Ravenclaw's won the Quidditch Cup? Uh, yeah, <gasps> that's what I thought. You
1: know? Wow, okay,
0: yeah, so we, we have a little. Yeah, I love Harry Potter. What was your uh, favorite um, one? Mine was since Luna was my uh favorite character, I would have to say it was the um it was the uh was it Order of the Phoenix? Yeah, I think it was. I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I love her as well. I have to say that my favorite is Hermione's. It's got these little leaves on it that like and I got I got it when I was a kid, um, at like Harry Potter World or something in New York and oh, so sorry about my door
0: it's cool it's
1: um, cool <laughs> no you're good you're good um i'd have to say hermione's yeah i love the the little the little leaves on her wand it just feels so like how do i say it like like nature is a big thing i feel like she's very in tune with herself and she's very grounded so i like that wand a lot i think it's just beautiful
0: nice nice have you watched utopia hmm. yet
1: utopia no i have not
0: it's the most meta show I've ever seen. So basically, really? Utopia is a show about, there was this uh, inmate in an insane asylum uh, and mm-hmm. he had an arts teacher that did art therapy with him and he created this comic book that went uh, viral. He actually made two. Oh. One, one was lost and one went viral and it created, you know, a little mini fan base, you know, And um, the Mm -hmm. fan base is split in two. There's people that just like it for what it is. And there's people that believe it's based on a true story and it, you know, it it predicts the end of the world. And oh my goodness. Yeah. And apparently the art teacher died and willed his house to his grandson. And they moved. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they moved in and they found the uh, part two of the comic. So they auctioned it off and it's, it get this is where it gets meta. The comic does mm-hmm. actually predict the future.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: One of the characters oh, in there. Yeah. Like one of the characters in there is actually real. And um, mm. it's funny because it's such a unique show. Like it's on Amazon uh, prime. I'm not going to give it away, but uh say for, uh-huh. there's things in the show that, happen that you don't expect and you're like wow this isn't cliche wow. at all anything can happen and it's definitely like a good combination of like um drama and like comic book uh-huh. L- like if you're a comic book fan you'll like it but if you're not a oh, comic great. Book fan you'll like it too you know
1: okay good good love to hear that yeah I never really read comics growing up but I kind of got into it during quarantine just to, you know, have something like exciting to read because nothing exciting was really happening. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and, and,
0: and like the funny thing is I was showing it to my mom and she thought it was made uh, this year, but it's actually based off a British TV show that uh, was made in 2013 and they just made an American version. But the thing that is so weird is the TV show is about a pandemic that was created in a lab and um, oh no yeah and like it's funny because it's literally (laughs) what's happening now but it would have been impossible for them to know you know what I mean
1: right exactly wow that is that is freaky (laughs) I have to get back a watch
0: yeah and like they uh there's uh kids that they raise to do Mm -hmm. specific things like say for instance they'll raise a kid just to mm-hmm. um be an assassin and they'll like stage their oh. murders and like that's Ooh. very reminiscent of MK Ultra and, mm-hmm. and you know the Columbine massacre actually has a conspiracy yeah. where there was more shooters and you know stuff like that yeah. and like there's one scene where they uh the people cuz they the comet predicts the future so they want to make sure nobody sees it and so there's a mm-hmm. scene where the people that have it they stage their deaths, they kill them and they make it look like a cocaine, heroin overdose. Oh, wow. um, Yeah. And there was a comic and they had a list and they were just executing them one by one. And one of them had a mental condition. So they were like, okay, we'll just blame it on this guy. And it's it's a lot, it's a lot, but it's very meta. So. All right. Well,
1: I'll get to go watch then. Sounds great.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's see, do you have any other like favorite genres? Like, are you into horror at all?
1: um am i into horror not not particularly i like horror when it's not about the gore it's more about the story um which is rare <laughs> but um like i love midsummer i love like all those like hereditary like you know what i mean i well, love those well films. Well, like, well, that
0: was- well it's funny you say that because they actually hmm. have a uh genre they call like stories like that social horror
1: yes yeah i'm a big fan of social horror i'd say. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, I'm not really into too much horror. I love a good sci-fi movie. Um, like I said, big Star Wars fan, yeah. um, big Harry Potter fan. Um, what else? I Let's see, I love a good drama, um, but you know what? I'm also here for a rom-com. I will, one of my favorite movies is rom-com actually. I don't know why I didn't mention it. It's called um, About Time. Um, and that is one of my most favorite movies. It's on Netflix right now. It's ugh, it's just a beautiful movie. And, like, it's really wholesome. It's just... It, that movie makes me very What's happy. What's the
0: name of the again?
1: About Time.
0: Oh, I've never heard of it.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's this um, little British movie. And it's just... It's about a guy who, um like, in, in his family, it's genetic that all the men can time travel. um But there's, like, some rules in place. And it just gets very emotional. And it's just very, you know, sweet. He uses it to fall in love. And... He uses it to like you know talk to his dad and things like that. So it's yeah. Um, Donald Gleason stars in it and he's just phenomenal. Um, and Rachel McAdams is in it too. Actually, it's on Netflix. Um, it's a beautiful movie. It's one yeah.
0: of my favorites. Uh, do you, are you Adam Sandler fan?
1: Adam Sandler, somewhat. I'm uh, more. I'm more of a fan of his older stuff, not so much as newer yeah. things. But sure, why not? Yeah.
0: Uh, a lot of people don't like him because he has way too many punchlines. Like, you know, and and sometimes people are like, they want like a well rounded movie, not just a punchline like funny every time
1: they're just, they're just yeah. gags yeah
0: because he's got to get you early like he's got to have something that will make you die laughing in the beginning of the movie and it just right. goes down there hill from there but have you seen The Wrong Missy? Can you see
1: that one the more time? The Wrong
0: Missy.
1: I have not seen it. Okay, no.
0: it's on Netflix. Um if you like silly humor because it, it, it's very mm. silly. But if you like silly humor in Adam Sandler, you're going to love it. It stars David Spade, okay. but they're friends, so they're ba- practically the same person. <laughs> but but um, mm. basically, this guy, David Spade, he goes on a blind date with a girl named Missy. And, um, oh, okay. you know, she's horrible. So he's like, okay, never again. And he's on his way to a, a business retreat because his boss is retiring and he's mm-hmm. about to announce the he's in line to for his position and in the airport mm-hmm. he meets another girl named Missy and when i tell you they are the perfect match like their bats get mixed up oh,
1: wow. because
0: they have the same bats wow like they're um that like he pulls out a book and she was like so not only did you take my bag you stole my book they're reading the same book they both don't drink like oh everything's God. perfect and he gets her number and he invites her and when he gets on the plane oh. it's the Missy from the blind date because they were both named Missy so he invited the wrong Missy oh. and it's hilarious man. Oh, it no. really is yeah and then
1: interesting. yeah
0: and are you a Will Ferrell fan?
1: Will Ferrell. Oh, of course I am.
0: Have you seen Eurovision?
1: Eurovision? I have not yet, but it's on my list. I oh my God. It.
0: Bump it up to the first. Let me tell. Oh, really? I happy cried at the end. Oh
1: my God. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah,
0: like it is. When I tell you it's good, like I'm going to go on a limb here and say it's better than Elf and mm-hmm. Anchor Man. I said what I said.
1: Really? I said what I said. Oh golly, because
0: it. like it's it has everything. Like yeah, it's funny, and he plays mm. the um, man child again. But he actually has somebody mm. to call him out on his shit though. Like it, yeah, Good. like his dad is like like there's one scene where his dad is like, uh, "I'm at a crossroads. I'm either going to have to sell the house or the boat." And he's like, dang, you really love mm-hmm. that boat. And he was like, no, I'm selling the house. And he's like, well, where am I going to stay? And he's like, you're a middle aged man, you know, figure it out, you <laughs>
1: know. Whoa. Okay, good. I like that a lot. I'm definitely going to put that to the top of my list. I usually watch, try to watch a movie like at least two a weekend because that's, you know, what I want to do. And I don't have the opportunity to do it really right yeah. now. But, um, yeah, I'll
0: definitely give that a watch. Yeah, to and me. Rachel McAdams <laughs> is in it, and like to to, to let you know just oh, how epic the movies it the movie is. Demi Lovato mm. is a blonde in it, and she gets blown up. Oh wow! Boom, like like <gasps> you know it's epic. Then,
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah.
0: So, who's your favorite director?
1: My favorite director. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that's really hard honestly i do love ryan johnson's work i think some of his recent stuff has been absolutely incredible um i'm a big ryan johnson fan i don't know i don't look at too many directors but i know i should as a film actor i should know more directors <laughs> yeah.
0: if, if you um, could uh, but, oh, go ahead
1: no yeah i think an un- unpopular opinion i've heard i let's see i appreciate quentin tarantino's work it's not my favorite i think it's it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it
0: is, it is. But I respect the fact that it's his world.
1: Yes. You know,
0: like if you're looking at a Quentin Tarantino film, don't do a history report on it because he will switch things around. (laughs) But um, if you could work with any director, who would it be? Would it be Quentin?
1: Oh, probably not. I don't think that we would vibe the most or different Mm -hmm. acting stuff or different, you know, styles of just
0: yeah, I have, a, um, I have a director I want you to act with, but I want to see what you say first.
1: Ooh, no, yeah, I love Ryan. Honestly, any female director, um, I've only seen good female work as of, as of right now. Um, none are coming to my head, which feels so sacrilegious, but um, any female director working in Hollywood right now, I think they're all phenomenal. Yeah, um, yeah. Who are you? who are you going to say? I'm very curious. I would like
0: to see you and Ryan Murphy do something
1: yes i get that Yeah, (laughs) i just feel
0: like with your style of acting you would uh like i feel like you guys would get each other you know what i mean
1: i feel like we would yeah definitely
0: Mm -hmm. so um what is your top three musical theater uh shows of all time
1: oh my top three musicals that is that is very hard you're giving me a very hard question um it changes constantly, but it's always been Phantom of the Opera, number one. That will always be my dream show. Ooh. But um, at the moment, it's it's a good one. Um, but I love the show Company. That's my favorite show right now, I think. Um, that's that's one of my dream roles to play Bobby and Company as a woman.
0: I would love that. Um, I would love that. I think it's been done, but I would love that.
1: It has. Yeah, it was on Broadway yeah. um, this this past season or the other. I don't know. It was in, It was in the UK for a while, too. Um I just love that concept so much. And that's that's a big dream role of mm-hmm. mine. Um and then I have to say a chorus line. Um that's that's one of the shows that really got me going and that got me motivated to go into this business. Yeah, and
0: see that's what I love about you. Like you're so unique like nobody has ever normally people say the same answers for the most part. Yeah, really? but nobody has said all three of those, you know and really yeah and do you like uh Les Mis do
1: I like Les Mis I love Les Mis it's that was one of my favorite shows when I was a teenager okay
0: so um me and my friends have this like inside joke we're like if you love Les Mis and Phantom of the Opera then you're not just a theater (laughs) kid you're a theater connoisseur at that point
1: yeah like let me let me guess do
0: you have a love for classical theater
1: Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you're a
0: theater connoisseur.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of like, like you know, in my future, I'd like to go into like classic stage plays, and like I would love to be a Shakespeare actor. I'd love to work at the Globe. Oh yeah. At least one time in my life.
0: Have you um, Have you heard of this show called She Loves Me?
1: I love She Loves Me. Yes, it's one. Of my, I'm a big fan of that show. I'm a soprano. Yeah, that's why so right. A lot of stuff. Like yeah, that.
0: that's my favorite club piece of classical theater ever like i love 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 that show
1: yeah it's a good one
0: who are some of your uh musical theater dream roles i could definitely see you in waitress or as one of the schuyler sisters or as like mrs lovett or something but uh what are some of your uh musical theater dream roles
1: well thank you for saying that um i don't think i could be in hamilton it's because of you know the color you, of my you, skin you, you, but, you um, could be I,
0: his a light-skinned and girl if you wanted to okay
1: maybe we'll <laughs> we'll see um i don't know one of my dream roles is definitely um bobby